covering everything in the Brainerd Lakes area. This is the Listen Local podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Listen Local podcast. My name is Isaiah Moingen and I am joined in studio by the wonderful... Colton there. And Jacob is actually out of state, so we're going to give him a ring and see what he's been up to, and then we have another special guest for you a little later. But uh, first of all, first and foremost, I mean, how's uh, the last week or so been for you, Colton? Week's been crazy. Honestly, It's uh, this is the time of year where everything just kind of collides, and I say collides to try and put emphasis on how crazy it is. Um, we've got BCE, which we're going to talk about today, Best Christmas Ever. Um, Minnesota Traders and Woods to Water both kicked off our fundraising efforts for three families uh, in the, the Brainerd Lakes area, which we're getting to bless this year. So excited about that. Friday, we have the Niswa Lighting, which also is going to get discussed on this episode. Absolutely. Big, big time big, of year for, big for that. Big time of year. Uh, and then, yeah, like you mentioned, it's Thanksgiving. I've got friends and family coming to town. Um, just a lot going on. But how about you? Uh, great. It's been, I feel like I've been doing uh, a lot of decorating and my house isn't decorated yet. So it's been, it's been fun getting prepped for that. Uh, Unknown caller. Excuse me. Sorry. Phone call come in. Uh, but let's ring, let's ring Jacob (laughs) and then we'll talk more. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hello. Jacob Blazer? Jacob Jacob Blazer. This is him. The Jacob Blazer? Do I sound as sexy on um, phone voice as I do in real life? I think we'll let our listeners decide that. Yeah, they can decide that. We're not doing a poll, but they can can just kind of. I've always been told I have a face for radio, so I'm just wondering if I have a voice for radio or if I have a voice for um, phone books. (laughs) <laughs> phone book thing i think that's a, i haven't heard that but I, I think that's a good one okay gotcha yeah <laughs> jacob how's uh how's the last week or so been for you what have you been up to a little crazy um let me think a week ago yesterday is when i left for my journey across the country from my home Pequot lake minnesota i got to indianapolis the first night and then i got to richmond area virginia the second night and then I ended up in the Outer Banks, which is where I'm at today. I am flying home tomorrow, and I'm excited because I need to be back in the Listen Local area. So that's what my last week's been like. How have you guys been? Well, we already did us. So you, oh, Are you hanging out with okay. John B.? Who? Out in the Outer Banks. Oh, the Outer Banks show? I never watched that. Um, but I just figured that's what you were talking about. Stop it. Um, I have seen a couple of the Wicked Tuna boats out here, though, on the show Wicked Tuna. Um, it is prime time, I guess, for filming. So, yeah, uh, the fishing frenzy. You should offer up your drone services. Yeah. No, I've thought of that. I've thought of that because the drone services they have on that show are actually quite trash. Um, but I would get so seasick (laughs) that I don't think I'd want that for hundreds of thousands of dollars because I would, I wouldn't probably live. So, okay. so the cap is a million. So you'll do it for a million. Is that yeah, we're saying. Bucks, yeah, got it. Sounds good. Yeah, I, how I your will. Business be... partner feels about that, but um, you just won't tell him. Okay, he doesn't listen to this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but what we were talking about before we called you was the the lineup for the day. So we're talking a little BCE. Okay. Uh, we're nice. talking with Pam at the Niswa Chamber, and nice. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. We've got a few few other things that Isaiah seems to have in the works. Um, okay. To want to bring up. So 
Absolutely. Isaiah, did you come prepared? Um, I absolutely came somewhat prepared. So uh, I, well, we'll see if we've got any questions for later. Probably not, but. Yeah, so for, okay. first up here, we're going we're gonna to dial in Don uh, Limatainen from Best Christmas Ever. Don, um, Don and I have been in communication for a few years that this is, I don't, I've, I've lost count on how many years I've done Best Christmas Ever. Uh, this is our third year as Woods to Water, our first year as Minnesota Traders, and Don is the founder of Best Christmas Ever. So we're going to hear the, the story right from his mouth on, on how this all came to be and how we got to today. So. We'll dial down in. Awesome. I'm excited. Hello, is it Don? Hey, Don. This is Isaiah Moingen with Colton Mayer. You are on the Listen Local podcast, and we are going to merge Jacob Blazer in here. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Awesome. Jacob, we got you there, too? I'm here. All right. Well... Don, we're going to run through a series of questions. We kind of teed you off a, a little bit last night um, via text, but just first and foremost, how you doing? How you been? Hey, I'm doing great. We just welcomed a brand new baby doctor into our house, and she's healthy, wife's healthy, so bless man, bless man. How's, how's everything going in the Bridger Lake area? I think we're great, but congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. You know, it's funny. It was we uh, we had talked on you and I had talked. Um, gosh, it was probably a month ago, and we said we've got to get you on the podcast. We want you to to be the person who talks about this BCE episode and just really really tells us about the program and you know tells us that story. But you said that's great. Happy to do it. Has to be early November. For sure, by I think you told me November fifteenth or something because that's when babies do. So we tried, but <laughs> so so happened to to be the day we were going to record this the first time. Uh, that's when baby decided to come, right? <laughs> yep, came a little bit early. Should have rolled it back a little bit, but this will work out even better. Yeah, now no, I'm this a little is bit closer to Christmas. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I know, Don, we have so many kind of questions for you. And, and Jacob, feel free to, to chime in as well. Um, but it's just awesome to have you on. And, and uh, I know speaking for me, this is going to be my second year, uh, you know, participating in the best Christmas ever movement. And uh, I can't, I can't say enough how thrilled I am. And one thing I want to say to you guys, I think you guys do just such a fantastic job of is uh, tying people into the story. I remember watching last year, you guys were doing a lot of Facebook Live and a lot of, uh, just including a lot of people into the whole process. And one thing that we always say at Best Christmas Ever is generosity inspires generosity. And I know for for a fact that just based on your guys' last Best Christmas Ever, at least four additional families um, in southern Minnesota that will be receiving the best Christmas ever because of the work you guys are doing and it's spreading. So generosity is inspiring generosity and you guys are a perfect example of it. Generosity inspiring generosity. Wow. Yeah, it's and it's I been fun that. to it's been be it's really fun to be part of that journey, right? Because not only you know, generosity does inspire generosity across the state, but also locally in the the hands that reach out and say, Hey, how can I help in this venture? So a lot of those, you know, Facebook lives and getting not only Woods to Water agents, but the other people who come in. I mean, we've had people just randomly from the community. They've never bought a house with us. They know nothing about Woods to Water real estate other than they see this is happening. They knock on the door and say, hey, I want to wrap gifts. Or, hey, I want to go buy all of the gifts on the tree. Or something crazy. Like, it, it keeps happening year after year. Um, and we're just, yeah, we're, we're happy to be part of this and to, to live in a community that is so giving for one another. 
it, and I think the part that's so neat is like again, like watching you guys last year, it's like the opportunity to see a whole bunch of different, you know, in Minnesota, I think we're around 100 cities, and it's like like the people that step in, like with a, I'd say authentic servant heart, just like, hey, we want to make a huge impact here. We want to do this. Like, I don't, we don't really care if you bought a house from us. Of course, we want to do business with you, you know. But it's like it's like one of those things is we are going to make a huge impact there and just watching everybody like like get behind that and uh so way to go to you guys so awesome to see well the last thing isaiah needs is more pats on his back but uh he, <laughs> he was a, he's a big part of it and i know he's excited to kind of be the face of of things this year from the social media outreach um stance again isaiah has a voice for radio but also a face that people like when when he's on facebook live so it, it works out <laughs> um don why don't why don't you uh why don't you just Give us, and I know you've probably told this story a million times, but enlighten the listeners, explain BCE by, you know, no better than coming from your mouth, your stance on how did best Christmas ever come to be? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great question. I, I, it's not something I, I set out to do is more about a set of circumstances. Um, I was, if anybody knows what ulcerative colitis is at all, it's, uh, it's, uh, not, digested disease, it's your large intestine it's, that's affected by it. But to paint a picture, kind of what that was is right now about 2.30. I was down to about 150 pounds. My skin was starting to yellow and gray. I was a single dad. And there I am looking at this empty Christmas tree. And I was also self-employed at the time. And due to the, due to the illness, I wasn't able to leave my house. So there I am like looking at this empty Christmas tree and you can imagine like I had like a hole in my chest and it was just these feelings of like, um, it was like, it was like just empty. Like this hollow feeling. He's gone through a really tough time. It's like, it's like you're outside in the cold and you can't get warm. It was, it was like that as I was sitting there looking at thinking about how am I going to explain to my son the next morning that no Santa Claus, he would have been three years old at the time. And, um, thankfully didn't have to have that conversation because I got a knock on the door. It was my mom and some other family members had dropped off two bags of gifts. And there I was down on one knee, putting them around the tree, just literally sobbing. Um, but where that, where that hole was, it felt like a spark that got that a spark that happened and tingling all throughout my body and, uh, got, got planted the seed to be able to pay that forward. And it's like a lot of times when you see drops happen today, like that people will explain that same exact thing happening to them. They're just like, you know, warm sensation tingling all, all throughout. But, uh, so in, in that moment, God planted the seed, uh, to be able to pay it forward. And, um, so it was a year later from that exact day, um, we had partnered with a Christian radio station, uh, with, you know, myself, a group of friends, family, um, and we're standing outside the porch of, uh, you know, a house, the dad who had gotten sick. And I'd never done anything like that before. Like you can remember your first drop or your drop last year. Um, we were standing out there, not really sure what we were going to say. The nominator didn't share anything about what's coming. And um, so we knock on the door, start carrying stuff in, and they're like, what the heck? Little kids just swirling around the house like, what are these people doing? It's crazy. And, and uh, to see the dad kind of that same sort of, that, that same feeling kind of coming over. He was just standing back, tears kind of welling. And uh, we got back in the car, and it was it was like just I had never done anything like that. And so, wouldn't it be cool if we could double the amount of families we serve? And then um, it started going. One went to two, two went to five, five went to ten, ten went to twenty-five families, twenty-five families went to fifty families, fifty families. 
uh, went to 100. Um, now we're tracking for um, this year uh, spread across 13 states and into Canada. Um, actually, it'll be more states than that with the week to 13 states last year. There'll be a couple more states, but uh, we'll end up uh, 170 families being totally and blessed, um, which will then equate to about 1.7, $1.8 million of giving directly to families. Um, because folks like, like yourselves and teams like yourselves have stepped up um, to be able to do something like that. It's amazing that, you know, and I'm sure that the beginning of that story isn't, isn't as easy, you know, no matter how many times you told it, it's not the easiest story to tell, but the fact that that point in your life, when, when you're down and you're out, if that didn't happen, best Christmas ever wouldn't be here today. Right. So it's not, it's not it, from being able to look at it as an opportunity and, you know, the, the things that came of it and where we are today. And the fact that, you know, we're even on this call today and, and three families in the Brainerd Lakes area are going to get blessed. It just, it's amazing that where it all started and, and how it took that one, that one low, honestly, that, that started all of this is just, it's amazing. In, in the part that's crazy is any one of us are two things happening away from being sitting in a similar spot, yeah. you know? And like, and like, and like for me, I'm just like, like thankful as heck just to be alive and well. But at the same time, I realized, geez, it wasn't too far away from something happening, somebody getting sick, job loss, whatever it may be. Where it's like, so like in the Brainerd Lakes here, you guys are blessed with three families coming in to provide them, you know, a surprise that they've never seen, a life changing gift for them. And, and it's like everybody that's able to get behind it. It's just so neat about like the small towns and going because they, they know that hey, this could be any one of us at this point. And it's like, thank God that we're alive, we're healthy, business is doing well, that we're able to provide this. Um, so, no, it's, it's awesome. And I think what the reason why it's, it's so easy for the community to, to get around this is we have this aspect to this program because obviously, you know, Christmas is the time of giving. You know, there's, there's all these different programs, whether it's Toys for Tots and just, you know, monetary giving, ringing the bell, whatever that is. I think why the community loves this and I know why I gravitate towards this is the personalized touch for it. I mean, the ability to say, hey, like these, this could be your neighbor. This is this is somebody that's already within the midst of our community and we have the opportunity to reach out and bless them in ways that they probably have never been blessed before. And there's something so personal about that. And no, we're not you know, going out and sharing all the details of their story, but to let them let people know you're not just dropping a, you know, you're not just dropping a gift off for some random, you know, kid that you don't know. You're saying, Hey, this is somebody from in the community. And I think that's so special. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like three families, are like getting blessed where you guys are doing the area. It's like, it's a lot of people's neighbors that's happening, you know? So everybody that's coming out. That's the cool part to me is like, I'm driving down the street Mm -hmm. and I, I drive by, you know, Tom's house every day. I didn't know Tom had anything going on. That's anything like this. And like, Holy crap. Now, now I'm driving by Tom's house saying, what could we do? What do they need? What are all those things that are going to impact him? And I know where he works, right? Like that, that's the reality about the small town. When, Don, when when you and I first started talking together, I lived in Minneapolis, and that was when I got involved in BCE. BCE is a lot different when you're in Minneapolis. When you're downtown, uh, you know the the problems. Uh, not that not that people's problems are different. It, we have easier solutions. We have easier access to the resources to to help with the solutions, right? So fundraising or outreach, all of that was was so different in Minneapolis. 
and there wasn't that like small town. And I know you grew up in a small town. Um, you, there, there's just two different dynamics. Would you agree? And the, the part that I think so so neat about that, like the small town, like it's I think why a lot of people move to small towns, like where they leave and go back, like they go to just they go to school somewhere. Why so many people are attracted back to that thing because it, it, it's something special to know that like you know who your neighbor is, you know, and you, and actually care about them. And having that like 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 that that thing, like a perfect story that illustrates it is one of the past recipients. He had said. Um, his wife had a, had a, had a traumatic, um, um, brain. It was a brain aneurysm. I mean, while, while, while she was driving down her driveway with her nine, nine year old daughter, they went in the ditch. Daughter called nine months. Thankfully saves her life. But the tough part was, was she could only, she, she, she could only smile. She couldn't, you know, talk past that. So she was in, in, in a nursing home. And, uh, I was talking with the dad who now in one moment, he had become the sole financial provider, the sole, you know, child raiser, the sole head of the, you know, everything all on his, all, all on his shoulder. And he's like, well, it, it's not like you're standing at like a soccer game or a sports game and, and, and complaining to somebody about how tough life is, you know, where in that moment, if, if every other parent would have known what they were going through, every one of them would have offered to, to bring a meal over. You know, everyone would have offered all this stuff, but it's not like you're sitting there because it's like you don't want to share your, like, like it's like that the, the vulnerability side, you know, where so they just suck it up and put on a smile for everybody and go on your way. And that's where Best Christmas Ever is able to come in and get all those details without them even knowing it and to give all those other parents and the other community members an opportunity to be able to come in and uh, provide like that life, life lasting shift for them, you know, and just a vehicle to be able to do that in small towns. It's like, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, and just to, to, and Jacob, I'm sorry. I know you're on the other line and we we're kind of, um, you know, keeping you quiet over there. But, uh, one more thing I want to add is that we've actually, these towns are so small and we're picking such the right people, the perfect people that you're saying they don't want to share their stories, but they care about everybody else's. These last two years, our families that we've selected have actually donated to their own causes, mm-hmm. right? They're coming in and they're grabbing gift tags and they say, I don't know what we can give, but we're going to find a way to, to put some hat and gloves under this, under this tree. And it just, it, it makes us so happy when that happens because we know like this was the right family. This was the right selection because, because they care about others so much and not themselves. Hundred, hundred percent, Colton. That, that's like right where it's at. Where it's like, like even if like that specific family that I mentioned, it was like before we had to, headed down the driveway, the nominator came and said, "There's a good chance he's going to kick us out of here. He's going to kick us because this is a guy who's worked for every single thing he has. He's always on the other side of it. So I don't know what his reaction is going to be. But then as we knocked on the door and the people screamed through the house, I remember two big old uh, construction workers. They're hugging each other, both just sobbing, you know? And, and he shared afterwards, he had said, in that moment, I knew I was not alone. And it was so powerful. Well, I mean, I know we could sit and and you could maybe probably have lots of stories to tell, but give our, give our listeners a little bit of an insight on the, on what this process looks like and how you decided to uh, put the, put it together and, and some of the deciding factors of the process of, from selecting the family to the drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it starts out. Uh, so, 
off season would be where, where teams end up signing up and just saying, Hey, this is something I, I really want to do, um, in, in the community. So, so like, you know, your team, you know, get together and say, Hey, we're going to bust a family this year. We're going to do a couple families. Um, on September 1st, uh, nominations open up. So we're not an organization that just says, Hey, you have to select this family. Here it is. We're giving it to you. What we say is we say, Hey, um, we, we want to work with our neighbors. Who do you know who's fallen on tough times this year through no fault of their own? And we, so we, through September 1st through November 1st, we just, you know, knock on doors, send out, you know, emails, send out things like, who do you know who's fallen on tough times through no fault of their own? And then, then the community actually responds. So if there isn't a lot of nominations, what the captains do is they actually go through with their team and they get to look at, hey, who is the, you know, who makes the most sense to line up with to be able to bless this year? Um, and then the captains select the best one that, that they're able to. Um, and that happens right around mid-November. And then what they do is they put together a, a gift list of at least 10 gift items um, per family member and then um, a financial goal to raise at least $5,000 per family. And what that is, that's for a life change gift. So one thing that we work to our mission is to create a generational life change for families who fall in a tough time. They're no fault of their own. And so the gift tree goes up on the day after Thanksgiving or some of those that are ahead of schedule already have it up and going and it's pushed. So if somebody says, Hey, I don't want, you know, maybe not a place to make a financial gift or I'd like to take my kids out and go shopping. Um, they can go to the gift tree and select a couple gift tags. Um, that typically happens December 1st through the 15th and, you know, pick those tags and then go out shopping, get it and then bring it back to that same spot. And also it works really well for those that want to shop local. Um, that want to say, hey, you know, like instead of ordering everything this year, we're going to go out and see what small businesses we can support with some of these takes that they're able to get. Um, bring them that, and then the team, it looks like we're going to open it up more wide up this year for wrapping parties. And what a wrapping party is, is that for all the gifts are there, we invite everybody in that, that helps um, put it together. And that can happen, you know, any, any time between the December 15th and the 20th, depending on when the drop is. Um, the nominator gets to share a little bit about the family, everything that happens. And then what happens after there is the surprise drop. And again, the family has no idea it's coming. So there's three families now in the Brandon Lake area that are, are going to be receiving the best Christmas ever. You know, you get afford to be able to do this. And, um, you know, listeners don't know who it is. The, you know, <laughs> the community and for a select group of people, they actually get to go and knock on the door. And for those that have, you know, fallen crazy tough times and uh, come in and give the best Christmas ever. Um, and then after that, every single family across the board um, has access to two of our programs. One is Financial Peace University, and then they get $1,000 towards the debt of their choice once they complete the program. It's an eight-week financial literacy course um, that goes through, you know, knocking out debt, setting themselves up good for the financial future. Two on this to be a, a, a more than just one day. And then the next part is um, uh, Portal Wellness. It's a eight-week um, health class. Once they complete that, they get a thousand dollars to the grocery store of their choice um, for fresh, healthy food to help uh, create that change. It's it's it's, it's an um, Jacob. Why don't you actually? Maybe you're probably yeah. the best person because Don. So you don't know this, but Jacob, who is on the other line, obviously typically sits in studio with us. Jacob is the the video crew that makes our videos of BCE. Like they, he does our real estate videos, but also. Um, you know, he's the one that always puts together the the video at the end of our gift drop and records all the steps of that process throughout the way. So, and Jacob, 
we obviously brought this this here and this is the first time you've seen it so i'm just curious like what what does that process that don just explained like what does that look like from you as as being not necessarily an outsider but uh, somebody on the outside looking in yeah yeah well first off don nice to finally meet you i think what you're doing is amazing um and um i hope to meet you in person one day um this is uh it like gives you goosebumps you know it like it's something I was not expecting to be honest. I, I do. I'm lucky enough to do a lot of videos in a lot of different places around the country for a lot of different things. You mentioned real estate. I do, you know, you, you guys know everything I do. And this was something different, hundred percent different. I'm a very, uh, emotional person. Everybody <laughs> that knows, knows that. So, um, I did, honestly, I didn't know what to expect with that first family. You had mentioned, Hey, bring the drone out, bring the camera. Let's do uh, some sort of video to, to show off what BC is and, and how it's, you know, going to be introduced here in the Brainerd Lakes area. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do this. You know, I, you didn't tell me much about the family, which, cause that's, a, I don't think at that point you really could, I know um, privacy is huge in this thing. So filming, um, whether it's kids or things like that, that was something we had done over. Like, you know, let's just be careful on what we can, can and can't do. And we walked into that first house a couple of years ago and, uh, I've never, ever, ever in my lifetime cried while working. I was sobbing. I just, I'm glad I wasn't in front of the camera because, like, I was sobbing. And uh, it was it was one of the most um, most memorable. Not even, I don't even want to say video shoots. Most, most memorable moments of my life for sure. Um, and I wow. wasn't even a part of it. I I was there for the wrapping to get some footage. You know, the telethon, if that's what you call it. You know, the night before when you guys were doing that, uh, whether it was last year, or the year before. Um, I was part of that a little bit. Um, but I didn't see all of the inside stuff. So like Colton said, I was sort of went into this, um, blind, you know, like not knowing what to expect. And, uh, yeah, it hit me. Like, I'm not going to lie. It, it hit me. And then, so I'm like, okay. But then last year comes along and Colton told me a little bit more about the family, just for the fact that there were, um, a little bit more touchy subjects. So like, you cannot get this, you cannot get this. So I knew a little bit about what I was getting into. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to, you know, cry this time. You know, (laughs) I know what to expect. And uh, it hit me even harder last year. And I'm sure it'll do it again this year. And and these have become the most memorable, memorable shoots. And I bugged Colton from that September 1st date on, like, what can I get? How can we make this different? Like, and uh, yeah, I, I think what you've done is extremely impressive and um, I, I told Colton before, I guess a couple weeks ago, I was shooting a music video in the cities with Chris Hockey. We do a lot of his stuff. And he's like, awesome. um, yeah. So he goes, you should, we should do something. And, and it never, everyone got busy and it never really came to fruition, but we should do something with this new charity I'm working with called Best Christmas Ever. And I started like laughing. And he's like, what are you, what? And I'm like, dude, you have no clue. So I worked with Woods to Water and he had heard of Colton and, and Woods to Water. And I had told him about Traders Co., on one of the things because we hope to get him up there someday and uh and he's like no way you you know these guys and then while we were shooting i think he got some news from one of the other um helpers that like shields was involved in, and it's becoming huge so when colton said like what's it been like to you from the beginning to now you you were just saying um a little bit ago about how you know you started at three families five families and now it's in 13 states and the two different countries and stuff like that just locally, we see it from, I, I first heard about it here in the Lake area with Colton, and, and now I'm hearing it from Minneapolis to Duluth to, you know, Fargo to everywhere, and it's, it's just so cool. When you get to work with charities, it's just cool to uh, to see stories like this. You know, I'm talking a lot, and the reason I'm talking a lot is because, Don, 
this is the longest, that 20 minutes of me not talking on this show is the longest I have ever gone without not talking on this show. <laughs> so I'll have to make up for this right now. So, uh, but no, it all boils down to, uh, this is amazing. What you're doing is amazing. And um, even though I'm just a small part of this, it, it, it's so rewarding. Um, and I just wanted you to know that. I think the thing is, it's what we're doing together. You know, each and every one of those drops, it's, that's special because somebody in the community is right there for them. And, and it's like, that's the coolest part. Like, like think of the quote, like alone, we can be so little, but together we can do so much. Like, it's so cool what happens when all of us are coming together. And, um, and by the way, your videos are awesome. I'm always sending oh, uh, the kudos over to, to Colton on those because <laughs> I did probably quite a few times. You see it next I watch and I'm like, wow, these are freaking good. <laughs> Holy moly. These things are bombs. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so cool what we're all doing together, and I'm looking forward to um, meeting in person, too. Good yeah, on. and then just, just to Colton, uh, just one more thing on that. Um, are you going to continue to open up businesses so we can just bring more and more families in? I'm just wondering about that. I was hoping somebody else would latch on and do their own family. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I see. The alternative, the alternative, we'll just keep opening up places. <laughs> Something that these guys haven't seen is the, the, the gala, right? When And I don't know... COVID kind of killed that. And then um, amongst some, some logistics changes and just direction changes of the time and effort that it put, took to put on the gala. But we're in the, I don't even know what you call it. The we're, we're field level in U.S. Bank Stadium, packed to the gills with people there strictly to, well, one, look as good as humanly possible, um, but also spend as much money as humanly possible towards funding the BCE effort. Um, and to see all of those people in one room, right? We we all leave at the end of the night and we go back to our respective teams or communities uh, across some of the country, for sure the city. Um, but the amount of people and the amount of energy and funds that are raised to kickstart BCE at something like that, uh, I have to imagine is kind of the icing on the cake. You know, yes, the drops are amazing, but to see everybody in one room all together and the amount of uh, commitment that there is in the in the community for for BCE, it has to be pretty uh, pretty awesome for you. Well, I, I think any time that you get a whole group like 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 why like this conversation is so much fun is because it's all of us all focusing outward, you know, on service and what can we do together, and each of us bring our unique abilities together to to be able to create that. Now times that by a couple hundred, you know. It's like you throw all these people in one spot. It's just it, it, it's just wild. And again, with COVID, we did need to switch things up. So this past year, what we did in July is we actually took over Valley Fair, a portion of Valley Fair for the day. And we were able to, through generosity of others, we will invite in every single family that had received the best Christmas ever in the past for their families, for the whole park. And then we all got to come together. But it's like, it's, it's just something special when you get a whole group of people. Anything else? Anything exciting? Anything crazy new that that's coming to life in within BCE? Any? I know the Vikings usually take a team. Do they have a team again this year? Yeah. So right now they they, they do not have a team right now, um, but there are a lot of people around and players and um, different folks that, that that are jumping in. Um, and again, like Chris Hockey, that's a really excite, exciting one for this year. Um, yeah, we'll see. You know, like each year, kind of like things kind of ebb and flow a little bit. I, I think it's good that it's ever changing and there's, there's more people being, you know, given the opportunity. I, th I think it's a good thing. So here's a fun one that, that, that comes up. We just saw it. So we're right now, last year we set a record November during a pandemic. 
right? It was just like we were actually just, just thing was just rolling. And we're like, holy moly, this is crazy. A lot of people are getting involved. Right now, where we're sitting, like from from last November, we're, we're double this November right now of what we were last November. That's crazy. Wow. And yeah, so it's, it's exciting. And that's coming from like, again, all, all over the place. Um, but one thing that, that's really exciting in the Hopper 2 that's coming up is we're actually doing a massive expansion um, with other, like, the, the big goal is right now about every hour, the week of Christmas, a family will, will receive a best Christmas ever. Every single hour it hits that whole week of Christmas. Every time the thing goes ding, you know, it goes. What I'd love to see in our whole team would be was to get that down to every minute. It would be about 10,000 families every minute it hits. And we're putting together the framework to take not only what we've done in Minnesota, but to then times it by every single state and to have it run and keep that same excellence that we've been blessing families. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, change like one of the big, big, big BHAG, big heritage's goals was uh, to change the meaning of Christmas um, from what can I get to what can I give. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, so I guess lots of exciting stuff in there, but uh, it's just, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys put together in that video that uh, Jacob puts together. That's, that's on my radar, too. Oh, pressure's on now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to get Isaiah to shave his beard a little bit, too, trim up the edges before he gets on, gets on video. Oh, it's, it's getting shaved, <laughs> like in the next couple of days. Okay, Don, I have two things for you before we let you go. The first thing is... With Thanksgiving this week, what is your favorite Thanksgiving uh, dish? Ooh, green bean casserole. Mm, that's a good one. Salt mushrooms. Uh, and this one's hard. Uh, favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, favorite Christmas movie, Elf. Fantastic. That fantastic is fantastic. It's a great choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys Elf fans? Very much so. Yeah, there's there's a, a short list. There's a long list of Christmas movies that I have to watch during Christmas, but there's a short list of have to have to watch like, like multiple a hundred times. times. Yeah, yep. it was funny. What's that one? On it. Uh, well, you got to watch Home Alone at least once a week. Um, For gotta, sure. You got to see Elf a couple. Very times. Very true. Yes. Yep. Um, you got to see Elf a couple times. Christmas Vacation. Some good ones. Um, yeah, it's, it's a close cool second for me. It's a, short, it's a short list. But it was funny. Last night, we were sitting on the couch, and my three-and-a-half-year-old, she said, Dad, can we watch a Christmas movie? It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Yes, we can. So then you started watching Die Hard, right? Yes, of course. It actually was okay. on. I, that was the first thing when she <laughs> asked, and I like you know, flipped to the channel guide, and Die Hard was on. I was like, ah, <laughs> that one might be a little advanced. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've watched the Home Alone, um, Home Alone One and Home Alone Two because those are the only ones that matter. Yep. Um, the, the, I've watched those probably four times in the last week while I've been out here. Um, and then I guess Disney Plus came out with a new Home Alone, so I'm like, they're never going to be the same. But I'm going to watch it. No, it definitely is not the same. So just stick with Home Alone One okay. and Two. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the moral yeah. of the story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don, anything else for our listeners, or anything else that you want to hit on while we have you on? I, I'd say I just encourage everybody to, to, to reach out to, to 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 reach out to you guys. You know, walk in, grab a tag if they've never done anything like this before, um, and and just get support behind it because, like, again, you guys do a great job at sharing the mission and everything. But it, it happens because people in the community get behind it and go. 
Um, so if they haven't walked into, where are your gift trees at? Is that, is that your new company? Is that right? Yep. So we have, oh, a, we have a gift tree at Minnesota Traders Co. in Pequot Lakes. And then uh, our gift tree will be up and running Friday for the Festival of Lights at the Woods to Water office in Nisswa. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'd say is, is get out and do that. And, uh, you know, take your kids out. And uh, um, it's something so fun is just showing them um, just, it, it, it's watching the kids come alive and seeing that like in like, again, shifting, I mean, at Christmas, from what can I get and shifting the focus out to, to, to what can I give? And one thing I always do at wrapping parties, I've been to hundreds of these things and I, I just go and ask people, why did you decide to do this? You know, like out of all the places you could be a couple of days before Christmas, why did you decide to come, come here, wrap some gifts and to do it? The answer is almost always the same. It's when I was growing up, I'd watch my parents. When somebody needed help, they'd step out and help them. And that's exactly what the program does, is it gives a full vehicle to do that same thing. Um, you know, times may change a little bit, but still, um, you know, when that's put out there, that's just uh, the thing that's replicated, and people just serving each other, helping each other. And that's, uh, and that's, that's everything I got, I think. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time. I'm sure I'll talk to you again in, you know, a couple of weeks as we start to uh, hammer the phones and, and try and, stir up some uh, donations. So I appreciate everything you do. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate each and every one of you. Um, yeah. Like I said, it wouldn't be happening without you guys out there. So thanks for stepping up and uh, thanks for doing it so well too. Again, I, I know it's going right when it multiplies. And that's the thing is from your many multiples are coming off of it as generosity inspires generosity and you guys are doing it. So nice work to all of you. Thank you, Don. Thanks, Don. It's been awesome talking to you. All right, looking forward to seeing everybody in person coming up here yeah. soon. Jacob. What was that? Jacob. Jacob. Yes. I just like saying your name. So, um, <laughs> that went awesome. That guy seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he, Don, he, I, Don's, a, Don's a great guy. Honestly. Yeah, that was yeah. that was incredible. I, I don't know how long the goosebumps are going to last, but <laughs> <laughs> I still have them. Uh, that was incredible just to hear the story and kind of the backstory a little bit about how, you know, BC came to be and – that's cool. He definitely called you out and said that we need to step up yeah. the video. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Colton's just been like, oh, yeah, come get it when you can. Well, now now that I know the top dog watches these things, now i got to try hard. Shoot. Bump yeah. up that flight. Direct flight. Yeah, direct flight. Did you know there's not such a thing as a direct flight from uh, Norfolk, Virginia, which is the closest airport to here, to Minneapolis? That's so. determined by the size of airport, right? I think so. I'm not really sure. That's too um, scientific. We don't need to get into it right now. You don't have any float planes available? Yeah. Just land in yep. the ocean? Correct, yeah. Well, okay. you wouldn't be able I to take land a jet pack. What do you yeah. mean? Or a drone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. That was that was cool. But, yeah. Be a but good also, year. also this week, since you guys mentioned it, um, toward the end of that conversation, Isaiah, you mentioned the tree at Woods to Water will be starting uh, Friday at the City of Lights in Nisswa, correct? Absolutely. Uh, went and picked out the tree yesterday, and it's already set up, and most of the lights work. Uh, <laughs> the last strand we that needed, is, half of it is is dark. So. And then after you left this morning, uh, shut up. The the literally the first string of lights on the uh-huh. like, you know all the way in on the trunk going up. No, the lights at the very top of the tree went out. This so, is why but we can't have nice Madison things. and Hayden took care Did of it. They? Yeah, oh, the tree looks fantastic. That's Thank you, Copper Creek. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
And it, man, Gingerbread Parade of Homes is coming along too. Yeah, I, Jacob, you're missing a lot. Yeah, you know? there's a lot going. You know, there's there's a lot. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm <laughs> actually when this airs, I'm here. So, um. <laughs> got it. Uh, let's jump over to uh, the Wandering Woodsman or whatever you want to call it. And Wandering Woodsman, we're going with that. Well, I still think we let Tyler name this, but what's Pam? Should. What's what's Pam up to? Hey guys, this is the Wandering Woodsman, and I have been wandering, and we landed right here in Pam Dorian's office, right in the Niswa Chamber. Hi, Pam. How are you? Good, Isaiah. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited uh, to get you back on. And we have one of the biggest events in Niswa, which is the Niswa City of Lights. How are you feeling? I, I'm ready. Um, and I can't wait to have a normal City of Lights Hallmark style. People oh. milling on the street. I'm ready. I am too, and I think everybody in the community is. So tell us a little bit about what kind of limitations we had last year and kind of how we're ramping that up for this year. The first time I planned it last year, we had no limitations, and then we had all kinds of limitations and thought we were going to have to cancel it. And then we ended up doing drive through style, which we lost the reindeer, and we lost the sleigh rides and the food vendors and carolers, stuff like that. So um, we still had Santa and we still had the fireworks, but getting to plan it this year, all normal. I got to call those guys with the sleighs and I got to call the reindeer man, Bob, and say, hey, come on up to Niswa and help us celebrate. So I'm excited. Oh my gosh. I think everybody is. And I mean, just this whole year, I feel like it's been this just book in the sense of normalcy of like, man, kind of a, a sigh of relief of going, man, we're going to get back to kind of a little bit of normal, a little bit of kind of put these big events on. Let's not hold back. Let's go all out. Uh, so how is it? I mean, obviously it's no small feat planning such a big event. Um, I know I'm sure you've had a lot of help, but tell us about how that's been, uh, you know, f learning from what you learned from last year to this year. And yeah, it, I think it adds an element to planning an event when you need to close down a street. Um, that's something that I've definitely learned. It's not easy to do that. It takes a lot of people to put that together. Um, but the people are happy to, to come out. Our volunteers are happy to be back. Um, so many phone calls to see if we could use help. It's it gets to be a little overwhelming on how people want to help put the event together. So I'm oh, truly just, grateful. That just bodes for this wonderful community. Yes. I mean, just the outpouring of, of people coming in and saying, how can we help? Just whatever it is, give me a job, give me a vest, whatever that is, just let's, let's make this happen. Uh, so that's super exciting. Tell us about anything new coming this year. Well, I can tell you that it's the 40th anniversary. So here's some places we've notched her up a bar. We have, um, almost 50,000 twinkle lights put up. Um, I advertised 30,000. I met with my decorators this morning um, only to find out that it's just shy of 50,000. So I was going to throw up an extra thing of lights in my office. Maybe we could count that and make her 50,000. Oh, wow. So you should be able to see our light display from your house, but we ask that you come up to Niswa and partake in all the rest of the fun stuff. Uh, new this year is we have um, local fireworks. Oh, wow. uh, North Star Fireworks okay. is a local company, member of the chamber, 
and they wanted to take it on and make it even a bigger and better show. Okay. So we're expecting big things, and it will be set to music, which has never been, to my knowledge, this will be just blasting out of the chamber, just the chamber, because we haven't got our downtown sound yet. Okay, that's that's okay. Well, you've got (laughs) to... Well, that's okay. You can come hang out in front of the Woods to Water building uh, and hang out by the vestibule and you can hear the song while the fireworks go. Yes. Yes. I think that's going to be very cool because fireworks are great with all the booms, bangs, oohs and ahs, but the Christmas music piping up, I think just is going to be great. One of my favorite parts of, of the City of Lights Festival is you see this like mass crowd just moving. Right, moving and moving and people going everywhere, kids running around, Santa, fires, the whole thing. You hear music, you hear carolers, you hear kids yelling, the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, that first firework goes off (laughs) and the whole freaking town just halts. And heads and, go up. And you go, heads go up, you find your spot, you find your sweetie, yeah. you, you lean up against a building, you find a corner, whatever that is, and you just, the whole town stops. And it's the coolest thing. It is. And I, I just always love that moment because, you know, you can just grab some people's attention like that. And then as soon as they're done, you everybody cheers and says the yeah. hurrah and we keep going. I remember specifically the feeling last year as the fireworks went off. It was a a beautiful night. I mean, it was chilly, but we expect it. And feeling so honored to be part of the tradition of City of Lights. As a little tear went out of my eye as the fireworks were going, and I could hear everybody saying, this is the greatest event on earth. (laughs) And so you think I'm excited to be there again this year? I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I know for a fact, I I don't know if you know this, but uh, one of... I know there was at least one engagement last year. Yes, there How many was. engagements do you think happened during the City of Lights Festival? I, man, Every I don't year. know. I, I would say There should be one least, this year. There should be one this year. Because we that, insight. So I was told, oh, darn it. Now I can't remember the number. There is something crazy like 15,000 lights on that gazebo. Oh, my god! So we should put a plug out. Yeah. If you're going to get engaged, let us know so we, we can, can take a picture. We can fill time <laughs> slots. Because <laughs> I'd be willing to bet every every year there's at least one engagement. Probably. One I was fortunate enough to walk by and I seen him go down on one knee and I'm like, oh, darn it, he slipped. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he slipped right into slipped love. Slipped right into love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But this is seriously like when we talk about it, and me especially as a real estate agent, we talk talk about the lakes area and what we love about it and especially Niswa. when I tell people hey this is like a hallmark town and we've talked about this before but this is the event this is the event that that you need to come and see if you haven't came to the city of lights this is where you get to experience and see you know we have a little bit of snow this year we will get lucky and get some more but you see this town just literally light up and you see everybody come in hat gloves. They're all bundled up. You're on fire. It is just, it's it's magical, okay? Yeah. It's There's awesome. fire on the streets, fire pits on the streets, yep. and the reindeer, and um, the jingle jangle of those horse and wagons going around yeah. on um, in the Niswa Square and around the back alley, and the trail will be lit with candles, oh. and I don't, there's kids' events. And you know what? It's free. Yeah. The entire thing is free. 
I just, how cool is that? I get people that call all the time and they say, well, average, on the average, how much does it cost to come up to the event if I did everything? <laughs> yep, zero. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and that comes back to our sponsors, actually. So yeah, go ahead. I can't thank them enough for all that they do. There are so many sponsors. Um, I think we have close to 80 sponsors wow. this year. I mean, what some things people don't really, and the thing that I've really learned recently is that you as the chamber director, you don't, you don't have this unlimited pot of gold. No, I mean, I beg to, it. You have to, <laughs> you have to pull all these people in and bring them together and bring these funds and get these sponsors in and to make this thing happen. I mean, this is you're working on this event. You're you're I mean, you're kind of like Santa, Pam. I mean, you bring <laughs> oh, one oh, of the most oh. joyful events to Niswa. <laughs> But as soon as the event's done, you may take a few days off, but I'm sure you're making a call for next year. <laughs> yeah, it's already, you know, it'll be done that night. We'll all enjoy it. We'll go home, put our feet up, and then Monday morning Monday we'll morning. hit, and I'll be like, yeah. okay, I better rebook Santa for okay, next year because okay, he's like already that. <laughs> And oh. it's not, you know, I, I, I think it would be hard to fund an event like that when everything's free, but the Niswa Chamber members... They're they're, they're top notch. Stars. They're rock stars, and I don't Absolutely. think it's too hard to get money out of them once they've been here, because they want to be part well, of it. They want to be part of it. They're going to be here anyways, yeah. and just you know, they see the exposure you're going to get as well. Yeah, being a sponsor, fifteen thousand people in town goodness. looking at your signs. Yeah, yeah, that is incredible. Um, man, I'm I'm just thrilled. Uh, so exciting. Um, definitely looking forward to this event. I mean, all year. Um, I just I'm so happy to to be able to see everybody come to town and uh, see some sort of you know keeping that normalcy going, uh, keeping all that. I mean, there's going to be so much going on. So head over to the chambers page to find a list of events. Yep. And Make parking. sure. And parking. That's a big thing. <laughs> we were is. like, where are we going? She has this awesome map laid out so you know exactly where to go. Um, be sure to come to the Woods to Water office. We are uh, right on the edge, last strip before you get to the Pickle, the last building there. If you don't know from those directions, we have created a gingerbread vestibule entrance in front of it. So that's where you know how to find it. Come in. Check it out. We're going to have lights. We have a gingerbread parade of homes display, and this thing is massive. I did sneak in and take a peek earlier today, and it is well worth the stop. Absolutely. Copper Creek partnered with us, and <laughs> they came out and just did a bang-up job. We've got trees everywhere, and they've created their garden center in there. So they've got their gingerbread house. We have a replica of the office in there. So be sure to stop out. Come say hi. Grab a tag from the the tree to buy a gift for our best Christmas ever family uh so thank you so much pam this is awesome um we're gonna have you on uh in the next couple months here before the niswa 100 yep. we'll talk a little more about that outside of that thank you anything else for the listeners hey happy thanksgiving everybody and uh be sure to stop by on friday you will not regret it i can't imagine what's on our plate for this festival i mean it's a massive i mean it's just it's it's kind of like I don't even know what to say. It's the biggest event of the year at Niswa, I would say. So until pre- the next one, until yeah. the next one, right? Yeah, until the next one. This Correct. is year forty. Yep. Fortieth um, year. Yeah, it's big. You know, I'm on the. I've been on the planning committee there for three years. Yeah, this is the third year. No, fourth year. Fourth year. I've wow. been on the planning committee for the City Lights, and it's there's so many moving pieces. I mean, literally, like 
down to assigning a shrub to say, hey, that didn't get de- decorated. We need a business to come and claim that shrub as theirs and, you know, get to work. Everything. It, you know, communicating with the other businesses, make sure we all turn our lights on at the same time, the carolers, the fire pits, the firewood for the fire pits, everything. It, it's insane what goes into it. Yeah. So, yes, thank you, Pam. Thank you, it's, Pam. Honestly, it's, it's insane. So, you guys, when this airs, which will be, you know, when people hear this, either Thursday evening or Friday before they get to the City of Lights, am I correct by saying that the Gingerbread Town is that what you're calling it? The, oh, uh, no, no. The Gingerbread Parade of Home? That's the spirit. That's, that's the, spirit. the spirit. Okay. Is that going to be complete so people can come in the office and check this out? You bet your ginger boots. Oh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. You, you don't know, have ginger uh, boots, you got to get them, and then you can bet them. It will be completed be prior, that day? To, prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, the village will be, all the gingerbread men and women will be resting and ready for a big day on Friday to entertain all of the guests. So come on through. We'll have refreshments and sweets at the Woods to Water office. Come check out all the hard work from all the agents and decorating, get everything ready for, to see everybody, and especially come take a look at the Gingerbread Parade of Homes and see how the community came together for that as well. Thank you, Copper Creek, and thank Seriously. you um, to Tyler Gardner. You know. Yeah, I think, well, oh, Tyler, we- Tyler, yes, thank you. Tyler dropped off. Um, albeit probably a little too big. Tyler, if this is the first time you're hearing this, thank you, but I'm sorry, they're giant. Um, they're large. They're like the size of a to-go paper coffee cup. <laughs> garbage cans. Garbage Come on, <laughs> Logo garbage cans. So they're fantastic. They are larger than the, well, they're larger than some of the houses that will be on display. We'll just say that. But uh, I, I love the effort from Tyler. Copper Creek. So we could not have done this without Copper Creek's help. Not there. not even close. Well, we could have. It just wouldn't look anywhere near as official as it does now that they brought their their stuff over. So, um, yeah, it looks great. Would you say they have the most creative one? Uh, as of now, yes, they they actually do have the most creative one. Yeah, they do definitely. Um, when is does that surprise you? Yeah. So no, can, it does not. When can we expect the Blazer Gingerbread House? Is that Thursday uh, evening I don't or Friday do morning? Isaiah, check it before you wreck it. Because what do I bring? Off. Do I bring construction or do I bring fly-throughs of the parade of home? You sit on a throne so, of lies. What? Yes. And I also have a phenomenal, professional, tiny drone pilot that will be in town in time to drone the gingerbread parade of home. I'm really excited to see what that looks like. Me too. Very excited to see what that looks like. What's this one? Oh, that's that one. What it, Speaking what was of that? shitters. What, what the heck is that? Name that movie. Yeah, I couldn't hear. It doesn't come across very well on the phone. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, he said, Merry Christmas, shitters full. Oh, uh, I'm probably going to go with uh, Chevy Chase one. Are we, are we still rolling here? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're asking which which oh. Chevy Chase yeah, one. Yeah, which Chevy Chase one. Oh, on them, uh, Christmas vacation. Ah. You are correct. No. Why should they? This is going to happen. No kids, no parents. This Probably while, a fancy orphanage. We're going to drop all the kids off at the office, and we're just we're going to entertain them. Your parents' home? No. <laughs> Why should they? We had to resist the urge of adding 6,000 button bars from Christmas movies, but... Yeah, more to come there. Yes, definitely more to come. Um, but yeah. 
So, Jacob, thank you for all your effort. Yeah. You actually asked Don an interesting question that I'd like to hear Jacob's response to. Okay. Jacob, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Thanksgiving dish? Yes. Uh, um, probably the stuffing. I'm gonna. It's boring. I was trying to think of something creative, but no stuffing. No, I'm right there with you. That's that's my answer too. Yeah, Actually, yeah I mean Thanksgiving sort of the sort of boring anyway. It's just about, about eating food. So I mean, it's okay to have a boring answer for that. See, when the gravy bleeds into the stuffing, oh yeah. My, oh my. Yes. Yes. I mean, even you can say mashed potatoes as well. So I love mashed potatoes and gravy. Does not fit right there, Isaiah. Nice try though. <laughs> So that's the thing. Okay, guys, mashed potatoes and gravy is the centerpiece. It is the glue that holds the plate together because you put your mashed potatoes on and then you don't put the gravy on. Turkey, stuffing, whatever else. And then the gravy just... Just goes everywhere. Just goes everywhere. Can we talk about how weird my wife's family is for a second? Absolutely. They call (laughs) stuffing dressing. Yeah, that is weird. What? That's like saying duck, duck, goose almost. They call it dressing. That's like an American, though. Yeah, and then Come I on. say, can you pass the stuffing? And they say, mm-mm, don't have it. Oh, boy. I'll crawl on this table. Uh-huh. Get my tongue for I guess I don't years. care what. <laughs> I, I learned this one today about my wife's family. I said, she goes, yeah, let's pick up some oranges. And I'm like, for what? She's like, for the inside of the turkey. I said, the stuffing goes inside the turkey. Uh-huh. She goes, no, it doesn't. Yes. Uh-huh. What did she say? I'm sorry, she, you cut out that. She said beginning. stuffing doesn't go in the turkey. So, oh hell yeah, it does. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's why it's called. Apparently, stuffing. just oranges. Right. That right. Have you guys ever had a turducken? No, I haven't either. <laughs> yes. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It is a good one. Yeah, it's it's my favorite. It's it is, definitely it my is favorite. a good one. There's there's a lot of it's the one liner. Sorry, I was having doors <laughs> land right side of here. I like that. Uh, I actually go. Oh, go. You go. go no, I Jacob. was just going to say, I, oh, are we saying go? Go for Jacob. Go for Jacob. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 This is a lot easier if you do um, here. It is. Yes. You know, I feel, I feel like this is going pretty well. Now it's going to get tougher because everyone gets excited about Christmas movies. So um, my excitement is that, like I mentioned on the call with Don on BC, Home Alone has been on four times. And at what point do you think that watching a movie over and over and over would get old? Because... It hasn't happened with me yet with Home Alone. I've watched it legit four times. Yeah, it's it's quite possibly the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's top five regular movie ever it's made. It's comedy. It's yep. drama. At times, yep. it's sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's appropriate for kids. I mean, let's yep. be honest. Come I, on. I, that movie was like... Barely breaking my top five for Christmas movies. Excuse me? Previously. What? Um, previously to this conversation? No, no. Okay. Actually, previously to me actually going to New York City. And that was... Oh, like, so we're talking Home Alone 2. Yes. Okay. Correct. And yeah, That's Home Alone okay. 1 yeah. is obviously top three, but Home Alone 2 has cracked the top five because I actually got to go to New York City and see all of those scenes and oh. shot. So that was pretty neat. That is cool. So you need to go to a place for it to be a good movie. Uh, so, so for example, if Avatar is your favorite movie, you have to go to that place. <laughs> no, I really thought you were gonna. I really Don't thought you like knew. That. You knew the. 
<laughs> planet or whatever they're on. So Avatar. we're on we're on the same page with <laughs> uh, Die Hard. Yeah, right? Die Hard is sure. a Christmas movie, correct? Hundred percent. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that we were all on the same page with that. Yeah. Because if we weren't, no, we'd have and I like Die Hard. Hard it's top five. For me, since you guys asked, mm-hmm. it goes Home Alone two is my number one. Home Alone one is my number two. Then it goes Elf, then Die Hard, then Christmas Vacation. Or uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Those are my top five. I would say those are my top five, but not in that order. Correct. But I'm not in a position or mental capacity to <laughs> to put them in an order. So not a chance. All that matters is that Home Alone is at the top of the list. Yeah, they're all in there. They're they're all phenomenal. Uh, you know so, what Christmas I mean, movie I don't yeah. like? What's up? What? A, a Christmas Story. No. Boring. I know. I've always <sighs> thought it was really boring. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I think we're on the I, same page with that. So yeah, the Christmas yeah. story. That movie's only good for the leg of lamp, the the lamp scene. That's about it. The fragile. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the um, "you'll shoot your eye out" premise. Thing. Yeah, it just it's no. annoying to me. I don't know. Yeah, the tongue, the part of the tongue on the ice pole or the cold pole. See, that just brings back bad memories. Colton, you'll appreciate this. Um, Isaiah, you weren't born yet, I don't think. But back in the day when the re- the playground was on, like where there's the little, like by the cemetery there, you know, Colton? Yep. When we were in elementary? Yep. Um, there was a, the Napoleon Dynamite ball thing, whatever that's called, tetherball? Yes. Um, yep. Yes. And at the, in the winter, I was like five or six and I wanted to show off because that's what I did in every school. But uh, when I was, I wanted to show off, they're like, you're not going to touch your tongue to that ice ball. And I did it. And then I had to have Mrs. Dewis go and get a bucket of hot water and pour it down the pole so my tongue came off of the ice pole. You know what's really weird is I, I think I actually remember that happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was one of the most um, traumatic parts of my um, childhood at that. It was, I mean, there's three things that traumatized me in, in um, elementary school. That was one of them. Uh, the second one was Mr. And um, then <laughs> period. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> no, no, it just was a thing involving her because I stopped to get a pencil at the pencil machine after lunch, and then I got late back to class, and she gave me my first ever detention. So that that was Sad. pretty dramatic. Hey, you know what? I uh, remember that playground. Uh, mainly why do? I remember it is because there was that big metal stagecoach that was like a monkey bar. And I uh, chipped yes, my tooth yep. on that. Uh-huh. Yep. I do remember that. Yep, I chipped my tooth on that. I don't remember that. Did you? Yep. So everyone has a horror story. What's your horror story from that uh, playground, Colton? I don't Nothing. know. I remember the I ginormous know. swing sets, too. They were massive. The, I remember the merry-go-round. I don't remember. I remember the monkey bars. Um, I don't remember too much else. I don't think I ever had, personally, I was there. Like Was that your kids, first kiss? Kids breaking their arms. Okay. I was, No. Uh, my first kiss was in the back of a Jeep. Hey-o. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, about that. Hey, you know what? We, we, we might have to table that, but I tell you what. Uh, the pencil machines? Yeah, that's a throwback. That is and I also throwback. had yeah, to said that, and I was like, what was this, 1960? And you got to, like, if you went to, the like, the, the, the main office, like, those were all, like, where the colored yep. ones were. Oh, yeah, right outside ones. the office there. Yep. I used to collect, like, to the point where after college, coming back to clean out mom and dad's house, I found thousands, thousands <laughs> of untouched pencils. And they were organized. There was NBA teams. There was NFL teams. There was MLB teams. There was hockey teams. Yeah. Just pencils. Never touched. Never used. That's awesome. You know, from the pencil yeah. dispensers. Yeah. That's an or from the... Yeah. Uh, Do you remember the book, book, book stores? The book stores? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. saying. That's yep. when I would get them too. Yeah, that's when they would really restock. Yeah. Oh, got a new shipment. The book fair is when I got my time. first poster that I hung on my ceiling. 
It was um, Lizzie McGuire, if okay. you're wondering. Okay, I was going to say Hillary Duff. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. Hillary Duff and Jack Johnson. <laughs> oh, God. Those were the days. Hillary Duff was when you had hair, and Jack Johnson was when you didn't. We're just adding big, more work big for you week, here, but yeah. Big week going on here. My gosh. Uh, glad, we, glad we got Don and Pam both on to uh, to shed some light on things. Um yeah, just a fun time of year. There's a lot going on. I'm excited to see. Yeah, what and you mentioned the Copper Creek. House. Yeah, yeah, they they're doing their. I think it's every weekend now, right? That they have their Christmas. Um, what are they calling it? The uh, little Christmas village. Um, going through, I believe it's yes. this weekend. Yep. Yeah, they're. I. When they got rid of the schoolhouse downtown Nespa, I was like, "What are they doing? That is the most prime, picturesque piece of property that they could yeah. possibly have for this like." christmas village that they did and mm-hmm. now uh, the new the new location they have just beats it ten thousand times over we went out there a few weeks ago did they do the skating rink mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i was so just they, gonna say that i don't know if they've announced it wow. yet but you've heard it here folks oh. skating rink right in front of the garden center at copper creeks so wow uh, they get your tree it's your unreal the the property that they have out there the space that they have it just affords them opportunities to do unbelievable things so shout out to copper creek for just being festive i feel like they needed to like put a slowdown right out in front of there on 371 because i always see people swerving especially at night because <laughs> they look over and see the light like oh <laughs> so i'm i'm so happy somebody did a ice skating rink um i know niswa does theirs at the park and that's awesome and it, but it's really the only one area i think pequot um well i guess breezy has their outdoor ones yeah. but i'm not sure can people just go and use those or do you have to be part of it's the, really their city um, yeah, I think you're, um, you're, you're, you have to look at the you have to look at the times for like open skates or right. you know broom ball club right, or right. whatever has it. But yeah, I've always wanted Pequot to do that right in front of the like where Traders is now, like out there having a little like make it a very like uh, Rockefeller Plaza. Um, I, I know this question is for you because of you're so committed to this new movement that's mm-hmm. coming into Pequot, but I think. And you can take this back to your board members, but oh, I, I think that the new Pequot Lake splash pad should also be a skating ring in the winter. I think we'd have to make a splash pad quite large, and I don't think that's the plan. I mean, well, if they want real worth out of a splash pad, then yeah, they should do that. Maybe we should talk to our <laughs> uh, our sponsor, our number one listener, Tyler Gardner, who also happens to Tyler be Gardner. mayor of Pequot Lakes. Um, yep. We demand yep. a skating rink. Yeah. We demand skating rinks. Pico Lake Sanit- sponsored by Pico Lake Sanitation. Yep, absolutely. There you go. We got it in there, Tyler. So. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still oh. have not heard. He called yesterday with some ideas. I still have not heard the end of it. That um, our most engaged episode yet, the one a few weeks ago with the getaway guys. We I accidentally cut the part out that we were talking about the dumpsters and Tyler. Has not let me hear the end of it, which uh, he shouldn't. Yeah, he should. He is our main sponsor, so yeah, I'm yeah, pretty soon we're not going to have a sponsor. <laughs> Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation, we thank you. <laughs> hey, is there anything else going on this weekend other than Friday? Like, is there anything Saturday and Sunday? Uh, it is shop small, shop local. Oh yeah, small shop local. Yeah, so small. Black Friday and then small <laughs> business small. Saturday. No, that's it's like yeah. It's, it's a big uh, thing. It's national, I think. Is it Small Business Saturday? Small Business Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, yeah Small Business Saturday, yeah. yeah I so, thought just maybe only people like me, small people got to shop. Well, so, yes. Um, yeah. You're an angry we, elf. we like to be known as a little. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Yeah, so Shop Small Saturday uh, is this Saturday. Get out and, and get some Christmas shopping done. Support local. Stop by Nisswau or Pequot. Grab a tag off of the BCE gift tree. Um, and stay tuned because we're going to have a lot coming, a lot, lot going on. Uh, watch for videos. Watch for Facebook Lives. And get ready for an awesome Christmas season. Yeah, and if you don't want to come in and grab a tag, uh, we do have the Kindful links um, look at Woods to Water or look at Minnesota Traders Facebook or Instagram pages. They will direct you to the Kindful pages for each uh, each company, and you can just donate monetarily right there uh, on the internet. So. Yeah, and the big thing too is we're going to be reaching out to people for not only monetary or gifts. For example, you know, previous years we've had to deliver the family needed wood to fuel their house, or they needed all these extra little things just to help you know, help make the season a lot easier. So it's not only just buying hats and gloves or donating money. There's other things that could that could go into it. Let us know. We'll keep an eye out for, or we'll let you know about the gift wrapping party, everything like that. Uh, but yeah, thank you. To yeah, Don sky, and all sky's that. the limit. If you want to help, just let us know and we'll, we'll find a way for you to help. So thank you all in advance. Yeah, I think that's a great way to end the show right there as well. I know Colton, this has really been a, a meaningful one for you that we've been wanting to do for a while uh, with Don. Um, it was really cool to hear you guys catch up. Um, Isaiah, I know, like Colton said, you have a lot to do with this. It's, uh, it's really cool. It's, it's sweet to be a part of this, like I said, in such a small manner. But, like, you guys go all out. Um, I'm glad we got this one in. And, and then with all the festivities coming up, it's, it's holiday season, guys. And uh, I can't wait to see who we have on here to talk about Christmas stuff in the coming weeks as well. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, the next few weeks unfold. There, it's always a fun time here. So Stay tuned. It, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Listen Local Podcast. Bye.